Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 25th of August. The Supreme Court today observed that the central government had not cooperated with the technical committee it had appointed to investigate the alleged illegal surveillance of civilians through the Pegasus spyware. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana, Suryakant and Hima Kohli made the observations while hearing a batch of petitions which demanded an independent investigation into the alleged surveillance. The bench also said that the technical committee found malware in five of the 29 devices submitted to it for examination. However, it could not be confirmed that the malware was Pegasus. CGI Ramana also said to Solicitor General Tushar Mehta that the government had followed the same stand it took before the court and refused to clearly state whether the spyware was purchased or not, LiveLaw reported. Some of the people who provided their phones for the investigation requested not to release the report. The court will now consider whether the full report will be made available to the public domain or a redacted version. Last year, an investigation by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists had revealed that the Pegasus spyware had purportedly been used on at least 40 citizens in India, including journalists, activists and politicians. The Delhi High Court today dismissed the appeals filed by Meta and WhatsApp against the Competition Commission of India or CCI's investigation of the messaging app. The Competition Commission of India had ordered a probe into the new privacy policy of WhatsApp after making a prima facie observation that it was violative of the Competition Act of 2020. Meta, formerly known as Facebook and the parent company of WhatsApp, had filed a plea against the investigation last year as well. The petition was dismissed by the court as the court found no merit in their appeals. The same happened with their fresh appeal today. The division bench of Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramanyam Prasad said that the appeals are quote-unquote devoid of merits and substance and thus dismissed, LiveLaw reported. Last year, the CCI had concluded that WhatsApp was involved in sharing of users' personal data with other Facebook companies. The practice, according to their findings, was in a manner that was neither fully transparent nor based on voluntary and specific user consent and therefore appeared unfair to the users. During former hearings, WhatsApp had undertaken not to enforce its privacy policy till the time the data protection bill came out. However, Additional Solicitor General N. Venkat Raman, representing the CCI, presented that WhatsApp sends pop-up reminders regarding the privacy policy to users who have not accepted its updated terms and conditions. Listeners, speaking of courts and investigations, there is one case that has been in the news for almost two years. In 2020, journalist Siddiq Kapan was arrested while he was on his way to Hathras to report on the rape of a Dalit woman. He was charged under various sections of the UAPA and has been languishing in jail since then. News Laundry has already explored various facets of the case against Kappan. Now we look at another one pertaining to the distress Kappan's family has faced in these two years. Read my colleague Nidhi Suresh's report titled Beaten for Knowing Arabic and Studying at Jamia, Siddiq Kappan's wife on his 700 days in jail on newslaundry.com to find out how his imprisonment is impacting his family.
If you like the report and want more ground reports, exclusive podcasts and a lot more, consider subscribing to News Laundry. News Laundry is a completely ad-free platform, which means we don't take ads from governments or corporations. Our news is completely independent from the pressures and censorship related to advertiser money. So if you want to be a part of our ad-free model and support independent journalism, go to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from as low as rupees 300 a month. Pay to keep news free. The Aam Aadmi Party today claimed that 12 of their MLAs were contacted by BJP to defect and topple over the elected government of Delhi. An urgent meeting was called at Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's residence this morning. The party faced tense moments in the morning as some of the MLAs were reportedly unreachable. However, 53 of AAP's 62 MLAs attended the meeting and those missing from it were accounted for and pledged their support to Kejriwal over the phone, NDTV reported. According to party spokesperson Saurabh Bhardwaj, 12 MLAs said that they have been contacted by someone or the other from BJP to break away from AAP during the meet. He claims he had planned to break away 40 MLAs by giving them 20 crore each. After the meeting, they declared that BJP's Operation Lotus to break away from Delhi government had failed. Both Bhardwaj and Kejriwal claimed that BJP had planned to break away 40 MLAs with rupees 20 crore incentive. They questioned where BJP was getting these 800 crores for the 40 MLAs and whether it would ever be investigated. The Election Commission of India has reportedly sent an opinion letter to Jharkhand Governor Ramesh Bass to disqualify Chief Minister Himeen Soren as an MLA for allegedly misusing his power and position. Citing unnamed sources, an Indian Express report claimed Bass had sought the commission's opinion on a complaint filed by the state BJP members seeking Himeen Soren's disqualification from the state assembly for misusing his position. as Jharkhand's mining and forest minister and allotting himself a stone mining lease it was alleged that Soren during his term as head of the mining department allotted a stone chips mining lease to himself in 2021 which contradicted the office of profit norms additionally the opposition alleged Soren of allocating a mining lease to himself his political adviser pankaj mishra and press adviser abhishek prasad while holding the charge of the state's mining department meanwhile soren himself has claimed he has no knowledge of such a proposal and only heard rumors through media reports several news channels ran stories on his possible disqualification during the day in may this year a notice was sent to soren which sought his response to the complaint stating that the cm had violated section 9a of the representation of peoples act which deals with disqualification of government contract which deals with disqualification for government contracts based on bjp's complaint under section 9a of the representation of peoples act a person who has a subsisting contract with the government is not qualified for being a chosen member the ec letter to the governor with their investigation and opinions was sent in a sealed cover following a series of hearings on bjp's plea ndtv reported The contents of the letter have not been made public officially. Ukraine officials have claimed that a Russian missile attack 
killed 22 civilians and set a passenger train on fire in eastern Ukraine, Reuters reported. The attack was carried out on Ukraine's 31st Independence Day yesterday. Ahead of the Independence Day, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky had warned of the risk of a quote-unquote repugnant Russian provocations for Wednesday. In light of such fears, public celebrations and mass gatherings were prohibited. In video remarks to the United Nations Security Council, Zelensky said rockets hit a train in the small town of Chaplin, around 145 kilometers west of Russian-occupied Donetsk region in eastern Ukraine. Six explosions during a rocket attack on the Vishgorod region directly north of Kyiv was also reported, though there were no casualties. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said on Twitter that Russia's missile strike on a train station full of civilians in Ukraine fits a pattern of atrocities, adding that the United States would be working with global partners to seek accountability from Russia on these alleged atrocities. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.